Hey there, I want to invite you to join me for the Strategic Summer Workshop, which is taking place on Thursday, May 30th at 1130 Eastern. You can go to schoolsofexcellence.com slash summer to sign up. In this workshop, I'm going to walk you through how to identify simple solutions and systems that will make a massive difference and ripple effect inside of your center. I'm going to help you create efficiency where you need it most and understand what is causing your school to feel so hectic and where those big pain points are. We're going to clarify your center's priority system to improve this summer. I'm going to show you how to audit those systems. We're going to define your desired outcomes, and you're going to leave the workshop with a simple plan that will make huge impact. And by simple, I mean very simple. No complex, no multi-step processes. Super, super simple. No one has time for long things. No one has brain capacity for extra stuff. We need simple things that have massive impact. Go to schoolsofexcellence.com slash summer and I'll see you there. Day four of the Build to Last workshop. Give me a quick hello in the comments. If you are live with us here or if you're watching the replay, you can write hashtag replay. Who is here live with us? Who is here joining us for day four of our Build to Last workshop? I'm so excited to be here with all of you guys. This is day four. We're getting close here. We're having some fun. Um, I'm getting to know all of you guys here who've been with us every single day so far. So many of you have joined us every single day from day one on Monday day two, day three, and now we're on day four. And hi, Nancy. Hi, Erin. Hi, Carrie. Hi, Rochelle. Hey, everyone. It's so good to see you. And I so appreciate your time, your attention, your energy to yourself to make your school an amazing school of excellence. So I want to go back for a moment here and talk a little bit about what we have covered in the last three days so far. Okay. This is the Build to Last workshop, which is all about the three sustainable pillars for school leadership. And we spoke about mindset on day one. We spoke about how to vision cast. We spoke about how to really create those solid boundaries for you, for yourself, for your family. And we spoke about what is one thing that brings you joy. So let me know in the comments how many of you actually took action at least twice this week on what brings you joy. I want to see who's really taking action. Who are my action takers? Who are my committed people are like, I got this. I'm showing up. I'm committed to excellence. Let me know in the comments if you have done your thing that brings you joy at least twice. So let me know if you did it and what it was. I want to hear from you guys. Okay, Mandy, we did. Amazing. Amazing. Hey, Christy. Hey, Lisa. Hey, Larissa. Hi, Lisa. So many Lisas. Let me know in the comments if you did your joy and did you do it twice. Heather did it. Amazing. Congrats, Heather. Awesome. Let's give her a shout out there. Awesome, Heather. Congrats. Jackie did. Amazing. Awesome. I love that. I love that. I love that. I love that. Play with her puppy, Larissa. Amazing. Oh, God. How many of you showed up for yourself for D2, which is theme days and time blocking? This is where things start to get a little like, okay, now I got to do some work. Now I got to step into this. How many of you posted in the homework thread your theme days and actually tried to start getting some momentum? Like tried to say, okay, it's Thursday. What's my theme day for Thursday? Or it was Wednesday yesterday. What's my theme day for Wednesday? Who's starting to take some momentum? Who's starting to do that? Awesome listen to music, coffee with my husband. There we go. Relationships, beautiful building relationships. Christy, I finished my audiobook from the other evening. Enjoy the quiet house. I took action. Hi, Naomi. Hi, Erica. This is amazing. Love it. Keep them coming. Keep the comments coming. Even if I'm not answering every single comment, I see them. I read them after I respond to all of them. Let me know in the comments who is taking action on their theme days, on their time blocks. Amazing. Planning for the start. I love it. Love it, love it, love it. Good stuff, guys. Keep those comments coming. Keep the energy high. Give yourself, loving my new calendar, still working on clarifying my theme days, but time blocking is my jam. Diane, look at you. You're four days in, four hours into investing into yourself. Not even four hours. We just started day four. Three hours in, in investing in yourself, and look how far you've come. How many of you guys don't believe that you deserve to invest in yourself, right? How many times do we get a grant or do we get something? We're like, oh, let's give it to the teachers. Let's give it to them. They need this. They need this. They need that. They need that, right? We do the same thing with our kids. Whoever's a mom on here. 
All moms, raise your hand. Moms on here. It doesn't matter how old your kids are. I don't care if your kids are 40, 50. I don't care if you're married or full of your kids, you got grandkids or you're still nursing babies. Who's a mom here? Okay. How many of you guys have had extra resources or not even any extra resources and everything goes for the kids, right? The kids need the new thing. This one needs this. This one needs that, right? The kids need everything, right? You also do. Look what happens when you invest three hours in yourself. You become a better human. You show up better for all the people that you swear to serve and show up for and take care of. You show up better, right? This is what happened. Love the theme days. Kristen, so good to see you. I love it. Mama four, I love it. Yes, mamas, 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 mamas in here. Real humans, 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 humans. Hey, Callie, good to see you. Okay, Carrie, mom of two here. I love it, right? You guys, so true, exactly, right? We're so used to giving things to everybody else. We need to take care of us. Mom of very busy little ones here. Every single mother is busy. You find me a mom who's bored, I will pay you a million dollars. Find me one mother who said, oh, you know, I'm just bored. I don't got anything to do today. You kidding me? Moms are always busy. Moms always have a job. Moms always have stuff to do, right? You're not different than any other mom that's on here. There are 640 people registered for this workshop. 640 people. Do you think you're a special snowflake that you're the only mom who's busy? Of course not. Everyone is. All the members in our program also are busy. I'm busy. I have four kids. I have seven other appointments that I'm doing today after today's session, right? This isn't the only thing that's on my calendar. I have a lot of responsibilities, but I also know that I want to do things for myself so I can show up better for everybody else in my life, right? I don't remember the last time I was bored because you can't remember, right? When you're in high school, I still remember this. I remember I was at my friend's house, a uh, good friend of mine, and she already has teenage, uh, like teenagers um, in high school. She has two daughters and they were complaining with each other on the couch. And they're like, they were whispering with each other. And they're like, you know, we are so much busier than mom. Like we have like seven finals to do. We have this coming up and prom is happening and this is happening. And they were complaining how busy they are as 16 year old girls. And I remember sitting there and my friend and I could not stop laughing. We were like, wow, like we were the same way when we were 16. Like we thought we were the busiest humans on the planet. Like our parents just cannot fathom like how busy we are as 16 year olds, right? And now you're 35, 40, 45 and you're like, uh, yeah, not so much. When I was 16, I probably could have done a thousand other things, right? Give me a low in the comments. Give me emojis. Show me some love, right? Who's, who has 16 year olds or who knows teenagers that are thinking they are the busiest humans on the planet. Okay. Real humans, real, real humans. Okay. We're real people. I always say that again and again and again. All right. Who did gratitude yesterday? Let me know in the comments. Who did gratitude? Who sent a card? Working 12 hour days. Who has time to be bored? We got to change that, Heather. We got to change that. People who come into our membership stop working 12 hour days. We don't allow that. That is a fast hit and run for burnout, crash and burn. No one can sustain 12 hour days. No one can sustain 12 hour days. It's not humanly possible. You cannot sustain 12 hour days forever. You could do it for a while and then you crash and burn and something crashes up with you, your health, your mental well-being. Someone gets, we've had people who join our program who have diabetes, who've had multiple heart attacks, who have high blood pressure, high cholesterol. They come to our program. They stop working so much. All of a sudden their diabetes go away. All of a sudden their blood pressure goes down. All of a sudden they stop getting heart attacks, right? All of a sudden all these things start changing. It's like, what? What happened? Oh, you just stopped working as crazy. You just started working smarter. You just started working smarter. You stopped putting your life on the line every single day. You started picking yourself. You started picking yourself, right? Amazing. Sent a card. I did it. Kim, amazing, amazing, amazing. I love it. Love it, love it, love it. Okay? So here's the thing about gratitude that's so important to remember, okay? We have a client. Her name is Deba Naya. You guys probably saw her on the video. She's the director from San Francisco. Um, amazing director, been with us for many years. And during the pandemic, okay, during the pandemic, during the peak of the craziness, she lives in San Francisco, California is like the kookiest state on the planet right now with their regulations. And she was able to keep 100% retention, 100% retention in her school when every school was floundering to find staff during COVID. She kept every single one of her teachers. How? By following the gratitude matrix. That's it. It's that simple. 
But when you do it consistently and you follow it and you keep the discipline and you keep up leveling, right? Yesterday, I told you one element of the gratitude matrix. There's multiple layers to it that you keep layering on as you continue to move through the program. She continued to do that. She joined our program 20, uh, 2018. So almost three years, consistently moving through it, 100% retention. Do you know how much money she saved during COVID by not having to hire anyone? Same staff. How many of you wish you had 100% retention? Or even 92%, 95% retention? Let me know in the comments. Raise your hand. Who wants better retention? Who wants higher retention? Who wants less turnover? Right. We had a client who joined us uh, right in the beginning of the pandemic, actually in February, right before the whole world shut down. And she had calculated her cost. Right. Give me some love. Show me in the comments. Who wants retention? I want to see this, guys. There's 50 of you here live. Who wants retention? This is it. Like, who wants better retention? Okay. So we had a client in 2019 who calculated how much money it costed her in turnover costs. Right. How much money it costed her to hire new staff, send out ads for new staff, onboard new people, um, all like totally get up to speed with productivity, like all of those things, okay? She calculated how much it costed her in turnover. You guys ready? Take a deep breath. Here's how much money it costed her in turnover. $93,000. $93,000 in turnover costs just from turning over teachers, okay? Then- she applied the three principles that we teach in the foundations, mindset, theme days, time blocking, gratitude. That's it. She only did those things. Okay. She dabbled in some of the other stuff that we teach, but she just did those things consistently for nine months, consistently for nine months. She calculated her costs again. Guess how much the cost was again. I want to hear in the comments, how many of you can guess, guesstimate, how much she saved once she started implementing theme days, time blocks, mindset, and gratitude. How much less was the turnover a year later? I'm curious to hear. Let me know in the comments. We love retention. Of course we do. We love retention. Let me know in the comments. Give some guests, right? She spent 93000 in 2019. What was her cost in 2020? How much, how much did she save by becoming a leader who led with confidence, who led with conviction, who had better boundaries, who had time blocks, who had her door closed, who led with gratitude, who created a culture of excellence? Let me know in the comments how much. 75%. Okay. Give me some numbers here. Amazing. Michelle, I have staff of 28. We only lost two teachers. Incredible. 90% less. I think she had 100% retention saved all. 90,000. She went from 93,000 to 30K, 93 to 30K. That is how much money she saved in turnover costs. Guys, that number is like an entire salary of a full-time director that she saved in turnover costs, okay? Because here's the thing, she didn't save all of it. She said... She, 90% less, right? Like it's retention, creating a culture, all of those things, like that is where it's at. And building a great culture is not a project. Leadership is not a project. It's a goal. It's something, it, I'm sorry, leadership is not a goal or a project. It's consistently part of your practice, who you are, how you show up in the world, who you are, how you show up in the world, right? I, there's a ton of you guys who are listening and you're like, can I really believe that? Wow, is that true? It is. Because here's the thing. Nothing that I teach is complex. Everything that I teach is simple. The problem is people are lazy, uncommitted, undisciplined, unfocused, and don't want to do the work. They don't want to bet on themselves. They are terrified. We make decisions from a place of scarcity. We make decisions from a place of, oh, it's so much easier for me to just shrivel back right? We are afraid to step into who we are, shine our lights on ourselves, not let anyone dim our lights and show up for who we are in the world. That is what we need to be doing. That is how we need to show up in the world. Okay. So there are so many of you that have come with me along this journey over the last three days, and I'm so grateful you guys are here. So today for day four, we're going through work-life integration, right? How do we really integrate these two amazing worlds? How do we actually do that? So we integrate these two worlds by understanding how do we want to show up for ourselves? How do we want to show up for our family? And I have brought an amazing group of leaders. You're going to hear from four amazing school owners and directors who are going to come in here. 
um, in a couple minutes, and they're going to share their story. They're going to share with you how they have implemented these strategies, systems, and mindset, and the impact it's made in their school. Every single person has their own story because they're their own human. They are, there's only one of you in this planet. And so each of their results are going to look different because of who they are, where they started, and where they want to be. So I'm going to share those, those stories with you guys. We're going to bring some of them on in a couple minutes here. So what I want you guys to look at here for a moment is we've given you a ton of strategies in the last three days, a ton of steps that you could take forward and go and do all this stuff on your own after. But for those of you that want to know what the next step is, right? So many of you have been asking me, like, what's the next step, honey, right? Like, where do I go from here, right? I did day one. I did day two. I did day three. I got so much momentum. I got so much results. What's next? So if you want to know what's next, stay with me. Stay here. I'm going to tell you what's next. If you don't want to know what's next and you love the workshop for the last three days and you're so grateful for everything that you got, amazing. Thank you for showing up. Thank you for being here for the last three days. I so appreciate it and I'm so grateful for your time. But for those of you that want to stay on, for those of you that want to know what the next step is, I want to let you know what it is. Our next step to work with us and continue to take us to this next level is our flagship memberships, our directors in our circle and our owners HQ. These two programs help directors and owners or executive directors or people that have the owner's role take their schools to the next level. And the way that we do that is through a step-by-step roadmap, okay? There is a step-by-step journey where every single step of the way, you know what you need to focus on. This isn't duct tape conferences. This isn't like, oh, um, I need to do an onboarding system. Google an onboarding system. Or who's doing the next free conference on onboarding systems? And what happens is you duct tape your leadership together. You duct tape your systems together. You try to figure it all out on your own. And you're just like dabbling in all these thousand places. And then you wonder why you're scattered, why you're overwhelmed, why you can't figure it out, why you're all over the place. Well, because your strategy is all over the place, right? Or you have a methodical system. This is what your plan is for the next 30 days. This is what you're doing now. This is your next focus. This is your next focus. This is how we build onto the next thing. Each day we're building onto the next thing. Each week you're building onto the next thing. And at each stage, you have a system that you're plugging into. You're not trying to figure it out on your own. It's like, okay, I need to get better at time. Great. Here's the training trying to get better at time. Okay. I need to introduce my one-on-one systems. Great. Here's the training. Here's the template. Here are the questions to ask. Okay. I need to start doing classroom observations. Great. Here's the training. Here's the system. Here's the template. Here's how to implement it. How many of you would love to have done for you systems? How many of you would love to be able to log in and pull out a system that was already created for you, that was already trial tested and proven, that works, you get to plug it in and make it your own? I know a bunch of you want that. Now, we don't only do that because I'm human, right? Remember, raise hand, I'm a human person. I don't just like consuming content. I need execution. I need someone to hold me accountable. I need someone to hold a fire under my feet and remind me, go take action. And that is where Sarah comes in. Sarah is our head of community. She is our accountability advisor. For those of you that are live, who have had interaction with Sarah, give her some love in the comments. Tell everyone how Sarah's changed your life. Because this program is not just about me. This isn't just about the schools of excellence content and our trademark and our intellectual property of what we've built over the last decade. This is about accountability. This is about showing up and being there for yourself. And so Sarah will message you and she'll say, hey, Rochelle, I noticed that you've been falling off the bandwagon a little bit. I noticed that you've been quiet. What can I do for you? What's next? How can I help you? Right? Sarah got on the phone with a director who was really, really struggling. She had a ton of turnover in a few weeks. She got on the phone. She just helped her calm down, just helped her get get centered, be more confident with herself and move on to the next piece. We all need support. Stop trying to play macho man and think that you could do everything on your own. You can't. And it's not because you're weak. It's because you're human. You're human. You cannot do everything on your own, nor should you. I remember I was talking with a member and I was like, listen, you could do this on your own. You're very gritty and scrappy. But the experience of getting there, oh, God bless you. The experience of getting there, okay? Right, we want to have an amazing experience. We want to be able to have that. So what I'm going to do now is I am going to bring on um, an amazing, amazing human. Her name is Courtney. Her name is Courtney Griner. And she has been, I'm going to bring her on here while I introduce her. Uh, There we go. Hey, Courtney. She's going to come on here. And Courtney Griner is an owner and director. Hey, Courtney. 
Say hi to everyone. You are live here with us. Oh, this is so great. So excited to see you here. So Courtney Griner has been a member of our Directors Inner Circle since December of 2017. So we're almost at four years here. And she just recently up-leveled to our Owners HQ program. She's building a rock solid team. She's ready to delegate. She's ready to step up. And Courtney is human. She's a mom too. So exactly. She's a mom. She's got kids who play sports. She wants a beautiful life outside of school. So Courtney, can you tell us a little bit about your journey and your experience and what has brought you here today? Yes, I uh, bought a center almost five years ago. I, um, before that, did in-home childcare and then bought the school. And I was floundering, honestly, a little bit before I found time. And your audio is a little off there. I don't know if that's your mic or if that's, um, we could just swap that. Uh, Yep. Awesome. We'll take a small technical break there. So I actually remember the day that I met Courtney, um, I was on the phone with her, um, having her join our inner circle program. I was actually nursing my three-year-old, my current three-year-old right now. He was an infant. He was six weeks old. And I still remember I was sitting on my couch in New York. I had my little nursing blanket around me and I was nursing my baby while I was talking to Courtney. Like that is my memory of Courtney. Oh, yeah. And it was even, you know, a little bit of like a, do I want to do this? Am I ready to take this leap? And I can't imagine not doing it at this point. You know, it's been like having family support all along, you know, and um, it's made such a big difference in our school. I now am in the owner's uh, only group and feel like I'm taking an even bigger leap um, to, for myself. Um, It's been uh, a process for sure. I have been up and down in the, um, process many times, you know, there's always kind of those bumps in the road. Um, but, uh, Connie and Sarah have both just been so supportive in that. And in the last couple months, even more so, I think we've really taken some big leaps in those last, in these last couple months. So, um, yeah, so it's, how this has really impacted your family. Like there are so many people absolutely. here that are alive that have kids that have lives that want to know like, okay, how is this going to work for me? Like, how has this really impacted your life? Absolutely. I, uh, used to be working from 7am to 9pm, you know, constantly. And even now there are days where I have to come in, you know, often, but I just bought a bike. Um, I bought a hot tub because I see the light at the end of the tunnel because I'm hiring a director for our our building. I am delegating, um, positions so that I can take time off this summer to spend time with my family. We are planning trips. We are, um, you know, I, Connie and I sat down and said, I'm going to make a list of all the things that are on my plate. And we looked at that list and said, I can't it's not feasible to, for one person to do all of those things. And it made me really realize that I am going to kill myself essentially, um, if I continue to do what I'm doing. And, um, it just, it, it really was eye opening to say, this is not something that I can continue to do forever. And it's not, it, it wasn't fair to my family and it wasn't fair to me either or the teachers that I work with. So. Yeah. And so what's really amazing here is you're choosing yourself and you're creating the life that you really run, right? You're putting vacations in the calendar. Like there are so many people here that I live that I know have not taken vacation in years, have not taken time off in years, have worked 12, 15, 18 hour days forever consecutively, especially since COVID hit last year in March. And so what for you has been that discipline or those couple of habits and practices that you consistently fall back on to get you to that next level, right? You were a director under own for so long director and owner play dual roles and yeah. now you're moving to building a team like you're ready right and I think it's the you know the time block closing my door um uh I'm not great at the time block but I'm getting better uh with encouragement from Sarah and Connie um really just saying like I need to get this one project done and taking the time setting an alarm on my phone and working on the one project until it's done or until that alarm goes off uh I get distracted very easily so really trying to Give shut those love in the comments who gets distracted easily <laughs> so- She's not the only one, right? Not the only one. Yes, 
Courtney's going to tell all of you guys, let me know in the comments, say, I get distracted easily. We all do. It's not, it's yeah. not a fault. It's just right. putting the right infrastructure. What have you done? Because yeah. you get distracted. Yeah. And I put, I made a privacy sign for my door so that I can put that up. Um, and it, it, creates that like, Hey, I, it's not anything against anybody. It's just that I really need to focus and get that done. Um, and it stops that it, it gives people thought of before they crash into the office. Um, I also take time to like do coffee with friends because mm -hmm. I can, you know, that's important. Friends, could you imagine it exists? Be like life exists beyond life school. exists, right? And and that I I mean I wasn't doing those things for years almost, and and so and it's healthier for for the school, you know. They yeah. see it. They see. It. <laughs> So I would love to wrap up with that. Like, what are the teachers now starting to tell you? What is, yeah. like, how is it coming full circle, right? You've done the work for forever. Yeah. Coming full circle now. What are they telling you? You know, it, it's funny because we just had an employee um, party, um, which seems crazy because of COVID, but um, okay. we, so yeah. Employee parties. <laughs> yeah. uh, we had an employee party at my house on Saturday night and um, everyone's there and I'm watching it kind of from the outside, you know, and, and it's like having family and they're all um, getting along and they're, and you know, one's married to this one's brother and they're all connected and yeah. And they're having kids and, you know, they've been with us for so long. It's, it, it really was like having family and, and, and they see it in me too. And they said, you know, I got so much feedback of like, you know, we know you appreciate us. You took the time to set this up. You made us dinner. It's that gratitude piece. And we see that you're more relaxed and you're enjoying this more because you're taking time for you. Um, and so that brings back the, the, the gratitude piece is huge. It brings that back around. It brings back, um, you know, the mindset of keeping, you know, keeping time for yourself, um, the, the time, you know, managing time better. I just think the whole piece, I remember the initial meeting where nobody talked and then looking back at this party and how big of a difference that has made, um, between the two. And I, I mean, that definitely is because of this group. There's no question. So. What would you say to someone who's coming from a little bit of an excuses or victim mindset of like, oh, but this has happened to me or this is happening to me or fortunately this is the case or this is the case for me. And like the person who's kind of still in this mindset of like, well, this is what's going on in my school. So this is my current reality. Like, Absolutely. what do you say to someone? How do you help them change their reality? There will always be something. I really yes. truly believe that there will yes. always be something and yes. you know, you have to, you have to, it's how you handle it, right? It's how it, you can only control what you do about it. You can't control the external pieces. So uh, we just really work hard on that positive attitude and, and doing what we can with the cards that were dealt. And it just really makes such a big difference if you can be positive and encouraging and, and grateful for what we've got. So I love that. I love and that. we're grateful for you guys so, so much. And it's worth, it's worth every, you know, worth every penny. I know that was a big thing for me, but it was, oh, totally worth it. I wouldn't change a thing. And then worth the time and the, you know, the, the effort for sure. Uh, it's made a big difference in our school. So I thank you. That. Courtney, yeah. thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for sharing your story. Guys, feel free to message Courtney here in the comments or whatever it is. She's a true superhero, like really, really took the time for herself. Thanks yeah. for joining us, Courtney. Thank you. Bye. Everyone. So so I want to bring on our next amazing person here because it's so important for us to really hear the stories of real humans, right? Real amazing people. So I want to get started. Who we have up next is Mandy. And Mandy is awesome. You guys, you have to meet this amazing person. Um, I'm going to bring her on here, Mandy Moore. So Mandy, let me tell you a little bit about her while she gets on here. Hey, Mandy. So Mandy uh, and I spoke right before the Christmas holiday. She and I were on a phone call together and she's like, oh, honey, I'm going on this amazing vacation <laughs> with my husband and my kids. Um, and we were chatting back then. This is literally 90 days ago, um, right. you know, just at the exactly 90 day mark. And 
I remember telling Mandy, I was like, listen, you are a strong, scrappy girl. Like you have grit. You have this amazing mindset. Like you could technically do this on your own. Um, but do you want to, like, do you want all of the stuff that come along with that? And she leaped, um, before she was fully ready. And here she is today to tell you her story. So Mandy, thanks so much for joining us here. Hello. Okay. So my journey did start in December. Um, I was very, very nervous. I actually scheduled our initial call for January and Connie messaged me and was like, Hey, we need to do it now before this break. Like, let's just hop on it. So I was like, yeah, okay. I'll entertain it, whatever. I'm not going to do anything. I'll make that decision in January. Mm-hmm. Um, something about being on the phone with you and knowing like, Hey, it's okay to take a trip. It's okay to do these things. We're taking off too. Um, I was like, you know, it's a lot of money. I'm scared. My husband and I work hand in hand. He's the CFO of our company, though. He's not here. And I was just like, he's going to kill me, Connie. I'm not going to ask him and he's going to kill me. So we have talked about it. We've figured it out. And, you know, it's like, if that's something that I wanted to invest into our company, then do it. So I took that leap before I talked to him. And then I think it was like the next day or two days later, I called Connie. I was like, oh my God, I cannot believe I did that. Like he, like I haven't told him he's going to kill me this and that. And I remember you said to me, give it 90 days. If you don't, if it, if you don't see improvement, we'll rediscuss, we'll reconvene, give it 90 days. Um, you messaged me and was like, Hey, we're approaching your 90. And I was like, Oh yeah, we're fine. Like, let's just (laughs) keep going, you know? So for me, just actually having that confidence to say my business is going to grow. You know, I'm a freshly new owner, COVID hit, different things. My business is going to grow and I'm going to get to school number five. Um, And for me, it's that accountability and that no, like it's okay. It's okay to say no. Um, Big thing, message this week. Hey, you know, we need help, concierge. All of you guys are doing wonderful too, by the way. Um, But it was something I was like, I, I looked at my time. I don't have the time this week. So I just said, no, like, thank you for the offer, but no, thank you. I can't do it. So I think that's been one of like the biggest things guys learn that it's okay to say, no, you don't have to do it all. Find people that can do it for you. I love that. I love that. Well, one of the things I want to talk about here is sometimes we don't realize that the biggest wins are the indirect ones, the things that most surprised us, right? Right. So you came into the program because you wanted the confidence to lead, you wanted better standards, you wanted a better framework to operate in. But some of the results that came out of that was lunch with your daughter, was time and space with your team. So walk us through that. Like, how did you finally come to that place as a result of doing the work on this side? That's the work life. Yeah. So, um, right when I started, we took a trip to Wyoming, it was over Christmas break. So our school was only closed Christmas Eve, Christmas day, new year's Eve, new year's day. So just a few days while I was gone. Um, at that trip, I can remember at one point checking my email four times in a day guys like four times. That's a lot, you know, in general, but I was like, oh my gosh, something's going to go wrong. Oh my gosh. I don't have service in this area. Like we need to get back to the hotel. Like, let me check on them. Um, fast forward to February and we had a gym meet. It was my daughter's first gym meet. I told, you know, my office girls, I was like, Hey, it's Kaylee's gym meet. I'm going to be off this day. Gym meet ended at 12 o'clock that day. And I was just like, you know what? I, I have a choice. I can go back to the office, help them out, see if they need anything. Or I took off the day. They know I'm gone. They know where I'm at. And I didn't feel bad for it. It took off. We had lunch. We had manis. We had petties. We took a nap. And it was just the most wonderful thing to know. Like, I didn't check my email one time during that time with her, you know, I checked it that afternoon to make sure everything was fine, but I didn't feel the need to say, oh my gosh, let me check my email before I commit to my own kids, you know? So those her kids overwork. I did, you know, and I always said my two values are faith and family, but I feel like that was a thought before this program. Yes. In my mind, those were my values, but I didn't filter my actions or my time 
through those values. And now I truly assess like, does this benefit me and how does it benefit my children and my family, my husband and my faith all at the same time? I love that. So before we go to the next question, guys, if you're live, if you're watching the replay, give me some love in the comments for, for, for Mandy, because just so you understand, like, there's a lot of you watching this are like, oh, I can never do that. Yes, you can. Mm -hmm. And I want you to channel the courageousness and the bravery that Mandy did inside of yourself. So give some congrats, show that love because it's going to be sent right back to you energetically. So you could do the same thing. You could take that next step. So yes, Mel, amazing. Like do that do that for yourself. So before we wrap up here, Mandy, what for, I know you implement so many different strategies. You did the huddle, you did time blocking, you did theme days, you did gratitude. Which one for you has truly been this, like, this is amazing. Like, I just love that we have this tool now in our toolbox to take us forward. Um, mine is theme blocking and time blocking theme days. Um, I know I was reading comments in the group and everybody's like, well, I don't understand. I don't get it. That's too much. There's no way guys give it a shot. And I was like, start out in small doses, just start out with an hour, then two hours. And then if you need three hours, do three hours, but you're not going to need it. Yeah. And to me, I think it was, I didn't start my Monday with 35 things on my to-do list. <laughs> and that's what feels so good because I just know on Monday, I do payroll and filing on Tuesday. I do marketing and new stuff on Wednesday, blah, 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 whatever my theme days are. I don't feel so overwhelmed. I know exactly what I have to do that day when I come in. I love that. I love that because here's the thing. You're st you, you've stopped to try to become the hero of the person who's doing a to-do list. And you started looking at like, what is practically going to get on my plea that will get done so I can leave with calmness, so I can leave with ease, so I can honor my values, feed my family and be there for my kids. Guys, connect with Mandy. Give her love over here. She is incredible, incredible, incredible. Mandy, thank you so much for joining Welcome. us. Thank you. Bye. Bye. All right. So I want to invite now our next amazing human um we're gonna bring on to the stage here where's my friend kathy uh kathy where are you i don't see you on here okay kathy cameron i don't see you on here um so i'm gonna bring on royale kathy um kadri if you could message kathy and just ask her to jump onto zoom so we can bring her on and in the meantime I am going to bring on my other friend, Royale, is here with us. Hey, Royale. Thanks for joining us. Are you here? Oh, you're muted. Gotta love the Zoomza. There, now can you hear me? There we go. Yes, now we can hear you. Welcome. So thank you. Hi, so Royale is an amazing person. I gotta tell you why before she tells you her story, okay? So Royale and I met in January of 2021. She came to our um, goal planning workshop and she and I had a conversation about joining the program and she was like, oh, I can't afford it. The board will never pay for it. This will never happen. This will never happen. And I just started to connect with her and really talk to her about leading with confidence and conviction and coming into the meeting and asking for that investment with that real, like, I got this, like, this is for me and I need this. So Royale, I want you to tell everyone, cause like every time I hear this, I'm like, oh my gosh, like not only did she get funding for the membership, she also got a freaking playground. Like, could we just talk about that? Could we, can you like share what happened? Yeah. Um, so um, with all of the work in 2020 and everything, um, I was feeling pretty overwhelmed and pretty discouraged. And the first class that I took with Connie, she challenged us to show up. And so then she, as she continued to challenge me to show up, um, we ended 2020 with, um, Oh gosh, I can't even remember how much it was, but almost $200,000 in the black. I mean, most childcare, you know, a lot of childcare centers closed in 2020 and my center ended in the black. And how yet I was still- Let me know in the comments while Royale is talking. How many of you resonate with ending in the black? Okay. 
So, um, Connie, you know, I, even though that happened and I, I was excited and proud of that, I still was feeling really um, insecure in advocating for myself because somehow in my career, I always felt like every, like she was saying earlier, everybody else comes first. I take care of everybody else to the point that I'm sick, you know, and miserable, but she helped me flip the mindset to taking care of myself and advocating and being confident in the skills and the things that I have and being able to go to the board and say, you know, I've done all of this and here's something I need in return in order to continue to move not only myself, but the center forward. And since we have all of this money, I would like to put this amount towards me taking this, sticking with Connie and the schools of excellence and the director's inner circle for the rest of the year. And I wanna put $20,000 towards a new playground. And I wanna put pay off a loan. And I want to start our capital reserve, our operating reserve. And so now I've got all of those things started and there's some breathing room in that. And just, um, it felt so good for the ministry team because we're part of a church to come back and say to me, yes, go for it. We can see how even just the few classes really have helped you. And like, apparently they've been telling me I needed to take better care of myself for a while, but I wasn't listening until Connie told me to do it. I love that. So uh, just listen to the conviction, right? So many times I talk to members and I'm like, my husband will never agree. The board will never agree. The priest will never agree. The rabbi will never agree. They will never agree as long as you are showing up as insecure because their investment is guaranteed to get flushed down the toilet. But when you show up with confidence and conviction and you show them, I got this, like I am going to take the tools and I'm going to exponentially grow the company. They're going to give you whatever you ask for because they want the school to succeed also. They're just second guessing it because you're second guessing it, right? Everyone is a mirror reflection of you that you're showing up for. So Royale, tell us a little bit about how this has also impacted your life as a mom. Like I know that you've used some of the tools in the membership to show up better in your relationship. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's, I have a 18 year old daughter who, instead of me owning her transition into adulthood, I'm giving her more responsibility and, um, doing more coaching. I've tried, you know, like, it seems weird, but I feel more comfortable cutting the apron strings a little bit because I know that I don't need to do it for them. And it's the same thing with my staff. I don't need to do that for them. I can hold them accountable and hold them to that higher standard um, and not exhaust myself by running around behind them to fix it and do it for them and everything. And um, they may not do it the way I want it done and that's okay. And that is another thing that I've learned with Connie and, and Sarah is it's okay that they do it differently. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And for those of you that want a lot of support on like conflict and how people do things differently and how to navigate conflict, make sure you're coming to Monday session. It's all about the four types of conflict, the four different types of workplace conflict. I'm going to be talking all about inner team conflict, all of those things. So Monday, 1 PM Eastern, we're back here. We're going to be talking about conflict. It's a bonus session for all of you guys. So Royale, I'm going to ask you one more question here. You know, You've been in the program for, I think it's like four or five months at this point, maybe uh, just, just over four months. Um, so again, not a very long time, but look at all these results, right? We've had, Courtney's been in the program for four years, three months, four months, like different people are at different stages and are getting different results depending on where they started from. What are some of the greatest tools that you consistently lean on that are getting you to the next place every month that are helping you move along the journey? I think the invitation to show up um, replacing the word perfect with practice that is and the ripple effect when I started to to flip that peridium that that if I'm not healthy my family's not healthy my staff my school nobody's healthy and as I've been able to shift that and supporting my teachers and my staff in being healthy we've been doing the one-on-ones and now we do I do a challenge. They have to come with a professional goal, 
and a personal self-care goal. And then we talk about how I might be able to support them or encourage them in those two goals. And I would never have thought of doing it that way until Connie talked about the ripple effect. And I've talked to them that they're the center of their ripple, you know, and they have to take care of themselves. And um, it's just been, it's just fun. It's really fun when the teachers come back and they're energized because they, one teacher is doing a brain dump every day to get rid of the stress of the day so she can go home and be mom and family. Another teacher started painting a lot more. Another teacher is doing rock tumbling. They're all, and they're excited to share these things with me. And it's, um, it's fun. It's just fun. So it, she's gone from being overwhelmed and stressed out to her work is fun. She's enjoying it. But the biggest takeaway from here that I want you guys to recognize, remember day one, I spoke to you guys. I am not the marketing person. I am not the enrollment. I'm not the tactics or any of those people. The wins that I care about is what Royale just shared now. What she did to take care of herself, she has inspired her teachers to take care of themselves. When teachers take care of themselves, they take better care of the kids. Every single one of you that are here live watching the replay, listening to the audio, want a high quality program. You want a place where children who are the next generation of leaders truly have the tools that they need to succeed in life. You can only give what you have yourself. You cannot give what you do not have. Teachers cannot give kids amazing tools when they're fighting amongst each other. You as a leader cannot demonstrate to your staff how to solve entertain conflict, how to show up for themselves, how to be brave and bold and courageous when you're struggling in the corner and are afraid to take a bet on yourself. So you have to take that move and then look at the ripple effect. Look how many kids this is impacting because of the one decision that she made. That's what I care about. Like that is what like me up every single day like mandy's having lunch with her daughter like that is a memory that will forever be implanted in mandy's daughter's mind like those things will forever be part of their experience in life and that's what we want royale thank you so much for being i could talk to you forever but i want to jump on now and talk to kathy also i love connecting with you thanks so much for believing in yourself for taking a bet on yourself for doing the work and for sharing your story so thanks so much for joining us here Awesome. Okay. Let us go to Kathy. All right. Kathy is our last friend of the day that's joining us. Um, hey, Kathy. I hope I took on the right Kathy. I did. Okay. I was thinking about Russian roulette there. We had a few Kathys inside there. <laughs> Hi, Kathy. So Kathy Cameron, um, I mean, they're just all the things, but let me just do a brief intro. So Kathy and I met in uh, July on the Systems for Success virtual event that I did, which was instead of my summit event that got canceled due to COVID. And here's what I remember about Kathy. In the Zoom, she signed herself in as Confident Kathy. Like that was her decision on page 29. You guys have a word that you get to choose how you want to show up. Kathy's was confident. And that was her alter ego of like, I'm going to do this. Like I'm going to show up. And then it took a couple months later, she reached out again and she joined our owner's program. And then I got to hug and have fun with her and have drinks and have lunch in my house here in Florida at the end of January. So that takes relationships to a whole new level when you're sharing mojitos together. Um, so that was super fun. And she's here today to tell her story. And Kathy, I would love for you to get started with that text message that you sent me a few months ago when you were sharing how you stopped feeling like a failure and why all of a sudden you feel this level of confidence. Um, so talk to us a little bit about that. Take us back to that moment. Um, so I, I was, I mean, I still am, but I'm one of those people that have the, um, the to-do list that's a mile long. Um, literally had a, a 11 by 14 um, construction paper that was, list a mile long of all these huge projects I wanted to get done. Um, and with that being said, I'm also someone who cannot keep my rear end in the chair. So I, you know, I'd sit down and I'd get something done and then I'd pop back up and, you know, oh, somebody needs me over here or, oh, I need to do this over here, you know, whatever. So it just wasn't getting the work done. And so every night it was, you go home and pull out the laptop and you keep working and families all around you and you're still working um and uh and so 
I finally just was like enough, enough. So I started looking into the theme dates and drastic difference for me, um, just drastic difference. Uh, now I have a specific phase that I work on specific things. Um, and then the best part is on Fridays, I can either um, integrate some of those different systems that I've got going on um, or it's my personal day. Mm. and that's the day that you know maybe the family and I we take the camper out um, we love to go camping and so you know we may be taking a Friday and doing that you know um, but the theme days have made a huge difference in me being able to go home or if I'm working at home close the computer and spend time with the kids and the family because I've already told myself but look at all this stuff I got done because now I'm focused. Like there's a focus that I'm working on. This is what I'm working on. Um, and I've purposely set up things that work best for me, you know, what I'm doing versus what my director is doing. So um, for instance, Thursdays as financials because I'm already doing payroll that day. So it's mm -hmm. a great day for me to already do financials. Um, Wednesdays, uh, are my team growth days because those are the days that I'm always at the center. So those days are the days that, you know, we're doing one-on-ones or um, I sit down and work on the gratitude, um, different things like that. So I basically made a list of, of the top things that are important to me and what I get done. And then I decided which day was the best day to do those things. You know, everyone here who's watching the replay, the live, like, why are we working so hard? Like so much of why we're working hard is to build this beautiful life for our families, is to be able to enjoy the fruits of our labor. And the problem is we get so stuck in the rat race and we keep telling ourselves one more hour, one more email, one more month, one more year, I'm just gonna do it, just powered through a little bit more. And that day never comes, it never comes. And so many people just go through their entire life racing hoping for one day for it to show up for them. And you finally said, that's it. Today's the day I show up for myself. This is it. You know, I, um, Kathy sent me this beautiful message that I still have and I saved it. And she wrote how, you know, she always used to feel like a person who wasn't successful because she didn't own more centers. So she didn't have this giant, you know, 10 locations, 20 locations. And after working together and doing some of this deep work, she really started to flip her mindset around, what does success mean? Because if we are doing so much work, but we never feel like we measure up, gosh, like that, that is the ultimate failure. So tell us a little bit about that, Kathy, because I think so many people can resonate with that. Um, so uh, I, I own a center that um, has a licensing capacity of 88 children. Um, at first I was in the rat race of how many can I get? How many can I get? You know, that, that's, that's what defines a good owner. You know, a good business owner is how many businesses do you own? You know, how, where, how many places is your name all over, you know? And um, through COVID, uh, because my teachers were here every day, I promised them, if you're going to be exposed, I'm going to be exposed. So we all worked six hour shifts and I worked the split shift between, um, my director and assistant director. And so that put me here every single day. And I found that what I really wanted was one awesome, fantastic center. That's what I wanted was one center that I was, that, you know, was just what i what I felt in my heart was best, you mm. know, that I had given my all to that one center. And because what, what pours into me is relationships. Um, anybody who knows me knows that um, initially I'm very shy, which came from the confident thing. Um, but then once you get to know me, man, we're going to be laughing, crying, like the works. <laughs> we're going to do it all. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> but, um, but I found that, you know, relationships is what was really important to me. And if I had the three, four, five, you know, whatever centers, then I wouldn't know each and every one of those families and each and every one of those teachers. And for me, that's what was important. And so that's what, you know, that's what Hani helped me see was that um, what's, what's great for one person isn't necessarily great for you. Um, and you have to find what's, what's right for you and your business. And for me, it was 
that one center that stood out, you know, that had the great systems, that had the great culture, that, you know, has the children that are learning and playing and happy, and they know what to do with their emotions when they're upset, and, you know, all of those different things. So that's what was important to me, so. I love that. And just so you know, like there's a whole bunch of people in the program that have multiple locations that have six, seven, eight locations. There's nothing wrong with owning more locations. What Kathy's saying is you have to be true to yourself and what's right for you. And that's where you have to get quiet and listen to what it is that you really need to succeed. So I so appreciate your time here, Kathy. Again, I always love connecting with you, but some of the biggest takeaways are here, like the theme days, believing in yourself, remembering to trust what it is in your heart and going forth with what's right for you, what your values are and how you want to show up. So Kathy, thanks so much for joining us here. Thanks for sharing your story with all of us. I so appreciate you. you. Bye. Bye guys. Thank you. So um, I want to jump in here and kind of bring everything full circle. Yes. Kathy camera is amazing. Like you guys, to all get to know this amazing human. So I want to bring everything full circle and talk about what is that one word for you, right? You just heard from four of these amazing people. You heard from these four amazing directors and owners, Courtney, Mandy, Royale, and Kathy. And there's dozens and dozens more who have amazing stories of how they're showing up in the world, of how they're choosing to take the strategies of theme days, of time blocking, of gratitude. And this is just the beginning, right? These are just the first 90 days. Every 90 days, you're reassessing what's next. What's my next system? What's the next framework that I'm putting in? What am I doing? So if you want to be part of this amazing experience, if you want to be the next person who comes on or to share their story, then see if you are a right fit for our directors inner circle or our own and apply. Go to hani.me slash join the DIC. Um, your advisors and Gabrielle will put the link here in the comments. You guys can go check it out. Um, this is an application only because as you can see from the four people that we interviewed, we bring on people who are committed, who are driven, who are positive, who are happy, like people who want to do the work. We repel victims. We do not allow people who come in here to say, oh, but this doesn't work for me, but this doesn't work for me, but this... This is a solution-oriented minded group. This is a group that is curated of humans that are ready to do the work to take them from where they are to where they wanna be, right? We want people that are excited to step up for themselves and believe that they could be that person. And it is you, you have to step in and own that, right? So make sure to apply at hani.me slash join the DIC. Um, so here's what I want you to walk away with today. Um, I want you to walk away with this one word the one word that you're committed to being when you show up to school every single day. Is that confident? Is that bold? Is that articulate? Is that daring? Let me know in the comments right here. Who do you want to be? How do you want to show up in the world, right? In your school, sorry. How do you want to show up in the world? I gave you a couple of um, options here. Courageous, kind, intentional, thoughtful, gracious, brave, daring, articulate. Write your word here in the comments. Who do you are committed to being when you show up at work, right? Because the person, Kathy decided, she's like, I want to be confident. I don't want to be shy. I don't want to shy away. I don't want to be that person, right? Royale was saying, you know, I was all over the place. I was this. Yeah, but when I came to here, I did my theme days. I did my time blocks. I kept my discipline. I kept my practice, right? Gracious, confident, intentional, determined, right? Choose what word is going to anchor you and how you want to show up in the world and how you want to be there for your people, right? Because then when you choose this word and you anchor it with the right systems, the processes, the tools that we teach inside of our memberships, and you couple that with accountability, community, and consistent intentional practice, you become unstoppable. You become unstoppable. There's nothing that you cannot do. Anything that comes your way, you're like, I got this. I got this. And you really have it because you have a tool, you have a training, you have a system, you have what you need to take action, right? And the last thing I want to tell you guys is how do you want to feel when you show up at home at the end of the day? So today, it's almost two o'clock. Some of you are going home soon. Some of you are going home in a couple hours. How do you want to feel when you show up rejuvenated, satisfied, calm, confident, restored, relaxed? How do you want to show up at the end of the day? I ask myself this question every single day before my kids come home. Every day before my kids walk into the door, I ask myself, honey, how do you want to feel? How do you want to feel when the kids walk in right now? How do you want to show up? Do you want to show up? confident? Do you want to show up calm? Do you want to show up rejuvenated? Do you want to show up refreshed? 
Do you want to show up happy? How do you want to show up right now for your kids? You have four little humans who think you are the greatest person in the world who are going to look up to you. We're going to tear you apart into a thousand pieces because they're all going to have a thousand things to tell you. How do you want to show up for them? How do you want to be there for them in these moments, right? We have to be intentional about how we want to show up. You don't get to just show up happy. It doesn't work like that. You have to be intentional. Life is going to throw you in the face a thousand times. Shit's going to hit the fan, but you still get to choose how you want to show up. You get to make that decision. You do. You get to make that choice. Okay. So that is it for today. I want to thank you all for joining us. Thank you for being part of the stories. Thank you for coming and listening to all of these amazing people share the stories. Check out Hani.me slash join the DIC. Check out if that's the right fit for you. It's not for everyone. We don't accept everyone. It's highly curated. We only let in a certain amount of people. We're very, very specific about who comes into the group because we want to make sure it's right for you. We want to make sure it's right for you so that you can succeed when you show up. Um, and then the next thing is tomorrow, we're showing up again. Amazing things happening tomorrow. One of the biggest things I'm going to talk about tomorrow is about how to work through some difficult conversations. I'm going to give you guys some tangible scripts. I'm going to walk you through some amazing stuff. And it's a giant Q&A. So I'm going to be answering all the questions that came in over the last couple of days, all the questions that came in in the DMs, all the questions that came in the email. My team is curing it all together into one document. So make sure you come tomorrow and you join us for q and I'm going to answer all of your questions on theme days, on time blocking, on gratitude, on all these different things, on boundaries, on everything. So ask away your advisors, put it into the comments. I'm going to answer all of those questions. I cannot wait to see you guys here again tomorrow. Um, and I hope that you'll join us again. Thanks so much for joining me. Thank you for your time and attention. Um, I appreciate you all for joining us. Thanks so much. Take care. Bye everyone. Hey there. I want to invite you to join me for the strategic summer workshop on Thursday, May 30th at 1130 Eastern. You can click the link in the show notes or go to schoolsofexcellence.com slash summer. In this workshop, I'm going to walk you through how to optimize your already efficient systems or help you tweak some ones that need a little bit more tweaking to help you enter the 2024-2025 school year with ease, with success, and with calmness. Increase your profitability, reduce your expenses, and more than anything, just help you buy back some of your time. I look forward to seeing you there.